Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Epsia. Check it out. Oh, I always like Ooh. when she says recording in progress. <laughs> the, 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 I know, I, yeah, I, sounds like I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so hey this is chuck with fans with bands and i'm talking to aaron julio jonathan and dustin of epsia how are you guys doing man yeah great awesome Awesome. and we've got a fan tom tommy Tommy, the the man from slum slum lord radio which i always want to like slur that thing in so how's it going man (laughs) I got my dog All right, excellent. So, weather looks pretty good there in Stockholm, buddy. <laughs> it's pretty clear. I think it's nighttime, though. Or, or maybe it's daytime. Maybe it's well, you're in the, the land of uh, the uh, constant sun, right? Right now, it's like 34 hours of sun or something like that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I got him right as right as Awesome. <laughs> so... Uh, thanks to Tommy um, from Sloan Lord, I he told me about Epsia, and I was like, "All right, I'll check him out." You know, I trust Tom. I'll, I'll listen and see what what this is about. So I listened to Metamorphosis, your album that I saw on Bandcamp, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, these guys are like um, number one. It's really cool music, awesome. But then you guys are covering so many styles in rock. <laughs> you've got you got ska, punk, alt rock. There's progressive rock and soul on. Uh, and I'm sorry, you know, I I want to learn how to speak Spanish, but yeah. I am not super good at. It. So there's La Ultima Viez, and then there's Dream, which have like that kind of soul, yeah. uh, progressive style. So what got you guys wanting to? I mean, what was the spark that said? you know, we want to mix all these different styles together and, 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 and record it. I guess it's because, uh, it's because uh, we're coming from different places. I'm from Argentina. He's from Mexico. And, uh, well, he's from here. And then uh, <laughs> the other guy in the corner, he's from, like, the other corner of Mexico, pretty much, you know? Like, so it's like we grew up with different styles of music. For me, it was more like a cumbia and punk. <laughs> that's what it was. A lot of a lot of ska punk cumbia. Yeah. That's what, that's how I grew up. And then uh, I mean what about, how how you grew up with the music. And- yeah, I mean it was a mixture of, of many different things. I mean it was it was always uh there was always rock. There was that was that constant, but you know, yeah. we, we all listened to, to many different genres and, and that kind of reflects in our music, definitely. I don't know you guys well mine was just it? Nothing but classical music. I know you listen to country. No, no, no country. It was all classical and Britney Spears all the time. All boy bands, nonstop boy bands. Yes, yes. No, there was none of that. It was a, it was a mostly rock and actually mostly hip hop. My whole life. Oh, really? Mostly hip hop. Right. It was rock and hip hop, honestly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, same thing. Uh, A lot of uh, the music that you wouldn't even want to hear, but because always through the neighbors or parties it was yeah. all the original music uh, and the rock that um, was always heavily influenced by the bands uh, from the united states like metallica megadeth 
he's a hardcore. He's a hardcore metal. metal so. Well, I was gonna say I I don't think I threw it in there, but metal is definitely in there. Um, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think it's uh, and I'm gonna. It's Ongo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ongo. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. yeah. I, heard, I heard people people say they they want to fight when they hear that song. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, I feel like you just got so much energy. Yeah. 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 Well, and uh, the other thing that you guys do, which I think is very cool, you've got some songs that are in English and you have some in Spanish. And I was wondering, like, how do you determine what song is you should sing in English or Spanish? Uh, it we don't we don't have a, a particular way or a known formula. It's just it's, uh, look, guys. Yeah, I made, I, I made a song. I made a song. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds cool. Let's play it. Pretty much. I got this. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's how we watch, That's why our our genre is like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. it, it it isn't until recently that we started writing in English. Most of our songs were in Spanish album. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, cool. Just recently, we started writing some stuff in English. Well, you know, because I was going to say that I think Spanish lends itself better to. Um, um, it has a more musical quality, like the actual language itself has that kind of. Um, it, it seems to me like it would be easier to sing than English where you've got the kind of percussive um, consonant thing as opposed to to Spanish. Does that influence it at all? Or you were just like, you know, we should do some English songs. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, again, it was just a, a thing where like, uh, it, it would be nice to have a song in English. I mean, I speak English a little bit anyways. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the best English in the world, but uh, you know, it's just, something different yeah that's cool that's cool so um we we kind of mentioned the the song ongo so w what is that song about i'm i'm totally curious <laughs> i'm glad you asked ongo, <laughs> ongo super a i'm like what well, what is this about well, that song that song uh he brought the he brought the music to me and then uh he brought the song to me and he brought the music actually he brought the music to me and he said, write something to this. <laughs> so, and it was, it, 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 when you did the song, it, it was probably like six months later that we, where we got this, the, the, actually the lyrics. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, it was so. The lyrics came from a mushroom trip. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I used to have some friends that like, they used to like, came in like all this uh, mushroom thing. Yeah, yeah, you should try this, you should yeah. try that. So I didn't know. I don't know what to expect. So I grabbed the whole bag. It was like a, a bag like this big, and I eat it, the whole thing. I just eat it, the whole thing. And then um, it was the worst thing I could do because, <laughs> uh, I mean, I tripped for 14 hours. Oh shit! And uh, I, I remember telling my mom to take me to the hospital because I couldn't know. I, I didn't know what's going on. I hear like yeah. so many things, and I was seeing so many stuff. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much uh, the Elmgos is a mushroom trip. Oh, he's, he's pretty much uh, um, telling you the story that he was going through yeah. during that trip. <laughs> That's the story of a mushroom trip. Oh man! So I'm gonna have to get the lyrics and, and get them translated. Oh, I, for I, sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I gotta say, it's I mean, probably it's probably not the whole trip. But <laughs> I think we I think we still had to do the second part of it. Yeah. Uh, 
There's wow. more. There's more material there. Yeah, there's a lot more material for me. <laughs> I was gonna say you could probably have a whole album. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> so yeah, that's how Ongos became. And then um, the we started playing the song, and then actually the screaming part came like without like a year later. Oh really? You know? the, the second part. Yeah, the second part was like I start screaming and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know how to scream either. <laughs> I, I always we were like jamming and playing music. That's all. So. Well, it sounds I, cool. It's almost like it's uh, you know verging on death metal there because you're. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It took me a little while to yeah. to start screaming that way, but I mean, it, it wasn't like in a in a in a practice. We were like drinking, and I think we got drunk, and then uh, <laughs> we were playing that song, and I. The feeling of it, so like I started screaming of it. Oh. I started screaming, and they're like, everybody, I remember everybody looking at me like, hey, yeah, that shit sounds yeah. good. So after awesome. that, I started like, uh, like, pulling, you know, the screaming, yeah. the screaming, the screaming. <laughs> and now yeah. I can scream like, like, like nothing. People are like, what are you doing, man? Like, I don't know. I just do it. <laughs> That's what it, that kind of reminds me of this story. Um, years ago, I, um, met this band um they're called youth corpse and they were um they at that time they were kind of like a thrash band okay um, not necessarily death metal and the and the singer had sort of like a, kind of a nasally dave mustaine vocal you know okay. and and uh, then the next time i saw him they were like totally death metal he's like, like how the hell did that happen he goes we were just at practice and i just started screwing around with it next thing you know sounded cool i'm like all right well yeah hell yeah yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that's how the, the song that, uh... that's awesome and the other one i was curious about is um i mentioned it a little bit earlier is the uh la ultima la ultima vies and i <coughs> if i if i'm the ultima vez. This is, this last, is that the, the last, last day last oh, time oh, okay all right yeah awesome uh yeah i i, I wrote that song too like long time ago and it pretty much, it was like a, a warm up for uh, for a practice session. You know, oh. I was like, I was start jamming on that, and then I remember he jumped on it. And actually, he got a solo. He he didn't have a solo for that song for like two or three years. He was just like uh, improvising every time. Yeah. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I normally come up with my solos right before doing a recording session yeah. or something. <laughs> so, I was gonna actually say, "All right, I have a I have a solo now." <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, so what is the songwriting process like for you guys? Do you just like? Uh, I'm gonna guess it's kind of the old school way of get together, start jamming. Somebody comes up with some riffs and then work shit out from there. It it really depends. Uh, my writing style is a little bit different. I uh, I pretty much try to come up. Well, let me back up. Uh, when I wasn't writing lyrics, I was writing most of the music. So I was focusing mostly on the, all right, what is the guitars are going to do, what the bass is going to do, what the drums are yeah. going to sound like. Um, but now I'm focusing more on the on the on the lyrics and letting these guys, you know, just whatever whatever they feel like, you know, like contributing with and that kind of stuff. Uh, but mostly focusing on the lyrics um and and that that i kind of do on my own uh, yeah when when i feel the uh, the inspiration <laughs> yeah so when you're coming up with lyrics are you thinking so i mean because i gotta think that there's uh 
a time when you're maybe thinking of tunes that go with it? Or do, do you listen to the music first and then come back and say, all right, I'm going to write some lyrics? Or do you come up with a lyrical idea and say, all right, we need to find some music that fits us? It, I think it's both ways. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, the, the lyrics present, present themselves first. Other times I have an idea of a riff and we work out the, like the music, right? And then, and then I, ha I come up with the lyrics for it based on how, how the music feels. Other times he just gets me drunk at a yeah. bar and then tells me to start talking. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later, he comes with a song. Out of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, you, if you've caught on yet, but we kind of revealed it. Like most of our songs, or I guess most of everything that happens revolves around alcohol or some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. No. It's good, clean fun, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, Two, there's two questions here. The name, um, does it have any uh, meaning or um, how, how did you come up with the name of the, for the band? That one was actually, uh, I think the, the story is, uh, it was a file name. Yeah, it was a file name for a picture where uh, pretty much the initials of everyone that was sitting on, it was a couch, right? The initials from left to right and that <laughs> came up with the with the upset, which then we kind of took it as a, as a sign of like friendship, right? It was a yeah. picture of a bunch of friends just sitting in a couch and, and that yeah. kind of, we, we took it as that as a, as a sign of friendship. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, pretty awesome. much it's the initial for the people who are sitting. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was like the- everybody's uh, nickname or name. Yeah, yeah. it was so the, It was like initial for everybody and then we come like Epsia. So they're like, oh shit, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was racking my brain trying to figure out, like, does it mean? Yeah, like, it's not that complicated. It was extreme, people. extreme people of, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it was the initials of everybody's first name or, or nickname. And uh, and it, it was just a picture. And it happened to be how we were, how they were lined up. I wasn't there back then. But yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so, you know, Fans with Bands is also not just about me asking questions, but like to open it up to Tom to see if he, you have any questions for these guys. No, I mean, I was always interested. I mean, that was always the kind of the cool thing is I, I was always wondering how you guys did it because again, it's always, I always thought all you guys' songs were all really fucking cool. How you guys, I don't know how they were structured. Like, I don't know. Do you guys just all, get in the room together like it sounds like you bring like certain ideas in and then you guys just kind of hash it out once you guys all get to get like practice and stuff or, or even sometimes like our own will have an idea on guitar and he'll record that and then before it comes to practice he'll just send it to all of us and be like all right uh we get together and you kind of we kind of like what did you what did you come up with or sometimes they might even uh come up with like the full song for us with like a drum kind of idea like uh through midi drums or whatever it is he like creates some and then he writes the parts and then we might we work on it and change it a little bit but yeah so and it's a it's a constantly like, constantly evolving um like a lot of the songs also like they're not completely finished until we record them because then yeah. we have more ideas that we put on, on, the, <laughs> on the recording too so um, right, right on man and you guys did the 
but this album you guys did, I know, like at like a couple different studios, correct? And, and you did yeah. it yourself. Yeah, as well, yeah. We recorded right? uh, some of the songs at what is it, Cold War Studio? Yep, Cold War with uh, Rick with Johnson. Rick, Rick Johnson. Then uh, we recorded some of the other ones with uh, Ben Benjamin Hunter at the Walden. Walden. And then, the one song uh, over Don. Yeah, we did one song over at Potatoes. Yeah, he changed. Uh, Don Carlos, he has a studio, and I think he it changed names. I think now it's called Golden Potato. <laughs> oh, I heard or something that. along that line. Something oh. Potato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then some vocals were recorded at, at my at my house, and I did a lot of the mixing and, and the mastering. Oh, okay, cool. So, did, when when you were mastering that, that was like done in your own studio then. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, because it's got a good. Uh, I think the mix is really good. Oh, yeah, came out. Well, at least it's great. Yeah, because yeah. what I what I hate about some mixes is like the clarity's lost. You know, you don't get each, you know, articulated instrument very good. It was going insane. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a nightmare. That was probably like the longest part of the whole yeah. CD. It was just him going back and forth. All right, everyone, listen to this. How you like it? And it's yeah. in one thing, and then it changes everything. And it's like, all right, I'm gonna start over and just keep <laughs> on going. And then, where he, he had, I, I, he has to hate the songs right now because the amount of time I can he had hear to work every around. single detail on those songs, and it bothers yeah, I me. Remember, <laughs> I remember going to going to the studio one day, like, hey man, you gotta do some, uh, so you gotta record some vocals. So I went there, and he was just trying to spend me that noise from the bass for like two hours. Like, <laughs> I can't hear shit, man. No, it's there, man. Here, I'll play it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Did you do that? Like, no. Like, yeah, he would hear like everything. Like, oh man, it was just yeah, I was it was going insane. He was going insane. <laughs> well, I think the attention to detail pays off because you get a good, nice, clear mix, and and that's I think worth its weight in gold. So, very, very nice. <laughs> uh, Tom, do you have any other uh, questions? No, I mean, I, well, I'm sure I do. Let me right. let me think. You can think about it and, and I'll move on. But no, because I, I thought everything, even though it was done at different locations, I mean, everything does. I, I don't know. Like, it sounds all very smooth. Yeah. Like, everything works together very well. Thanks, so, Chuck. Like, all the songs and everything sounds... It'd be very hard to tell that it was all, like, at different locations or at yeah. different times. No, I, I could not tell, like, because again, that I think that goes to the mix because I've listened to some albums where you can tell like that song, you know, uh, vocals are hot and they didn't bring them down and they, they recorded at a different studio, you know, or guitars don't have the quite the same crunch or the same, um, you know, uh, temper that you would expect. And uh, yeah, I, I agree, man. I think that you guys did a great job with making that kind of seamless right? so you don't know that you know, with three studios were involved in the recording. Then two, something that is unknown by a lot of people, I guess, is uh, there's actually different musicians all involved. Like there was a different drummer for half the songs on there. No one, of, one of the old members. And we, those were those were part of uh, how many we recorded? I think six songs that time with him, and we only ended up using four, four of them, or three, three or four of them, just because they're songs that we don't play any, just out of respect for him when he left. So. Yeah, yeah, but we still use the ones that we still play and that uh I guess that you wrote and but yeah, so he had he had to manage that into sounding making everything balanced too. So 
Very cool. Yeah, and I'm not in that in any of the cities. I'm new. So. <laughs> <laughs> the best part, of the best, the best part is uh, <laughs> so. I guess like if 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 it's all fucked up, it wasn't me. <laughs> I, wasn't <laughs> I take credit for the ones to come. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, there you go. The best is yet to come. There, there you go. <laughs> so, um, one one thing I'd like to get. Um, that I think is fun is to get the origin story in terms of like, what was the first album that you bought? Um, so, and, and it could be something that somebody gave you, so it doesn't have to necessarily be something you bought with your own money, but, um, you know, some special gift or it was something like you like, you know, I've got 10 bucks. I'm going to go buy this album. Um, so who wants to start? Over there, you guys haven't talked. Well, <laughs> the first one I bought with my own money was Justice for All. Oh, nice. Salica. It was somewhere around, um, I think, somewhere around, yikes, 91, 92. Yeah, I would say it was, yeah. it was early 90s when yeah. Justice for All came out. Yeah. yeah, well, I didn't get it right off the oven because I wouldn't have money and I, when we were in Mexico, I grew up in Mexico, so you had to get the imported version. So you would get right. the booklet. Yeah. And you would get the pictures, the lyrics. Otherwise, if you get the Mexican version, you would have to use a piece of paper with the front and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, you would have to get extra lunch money to get the, the American version or imported. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Tough question. I guess that's a that's a tough question. I hit my head a lot. Again, alcohol and head injuries. Um, <laughs> but the, I guess the first one that I can really remember buying would be like Eminem's The Marshall Mathers LP. All right, excellent. I remember being like, oh, that explicit stuff. Don't worry about that, mom. <laughs> I wasn't actually old enough to buy it, but I tricked her into buying it for me with my money. So. Nice, <laughs> nice. You for me, I think the first one that I bought was in Mexico too, and it was a, it was a band from Mexico uh, who doesn't play anymore. Yeah, they're headlining. Yeah. They're headlining. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a band called Caifanes. Uh, it's if I had to describe it, how do you describe Caifanes? It's kind of like the Cure. They yeah uh, they have some influences yeah, from they the Cure. A, they they had a huge influence from the Cure. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so cool. that that kind of vibe, um, and and yeah, it was it was it was something different for me at least that you know hearing their their songs and really influenced me a lot. Nice, um, very nice. The whole combination of the the singer and the guitar player, how they came up with the ideas and, and how they, you know, they were able to express all they did. It, it was uh, it was it was really really cool. Awesome. Uh, for me, I just, I don't remember, actually, like, if it was, uh, I remember it was a cassette right then, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I was, uh, <laughs> I remember if it was uh, a cassette from Race Against the Machine. Yeah, I, I actually don't remember the album. It was probably one of the, one of the first ones. Or a band called, uh, name is uh, Molotov. Oh. A Mexican band. I'm from Argentina. So nice. it was like a Mexican band, and it was uh, and it was that band actually was like, um, this kind of like what we do here with this band. Yeah. We switch all the time on stage, 
like they, the drummer like switched to the guitar and they start singing and then the bass player switched to the guitar and start singing. So that's what we do here too on stage They'll all sing, the yeah. time. We are switching. I nice. move to the guitar, he moved to the bass, he moved to the drum, he moved to the guitar. And like every song is like, a, it's like having a different band. <laughs> so <laughs> this band, Molotov, it was kind of like that. That's cool. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I think that's what was first album, Molotov. Very cool. And uh, Tom, I, I, I can't remember. What was yours? <laughs> oh, shit. The first, I, um, oh, oh, man. It's dude. hard, dude. <laughs> Come on. I got like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I was like the first like tape or something. <laughs> the Easter ball brought it. I don't, but yeah, you know. Michael Jackson, right? Who, who you, you can't go wrong with right? Michael Jackson, yeah. You know, yeah, right? right. Yeah, it's, it's all good. And Are so, you doing uh, the moonwalk? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can't next time I see you guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. These days, I got a little bit more if I start, and how about um, first concerts? What was the first concert you ever went to? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Throwing well, that one out. There. For me, it was a, uh, a old band from Mexico that was uh, very influential in the um, rock and um, Spanish. Uh, they're called Three. And that was the, my very first concert. I was living in Mexico, obviously. And uh, yeah. So that was the first band I ever saw live. That was awesome. Cool. I think my first show ever was uh, at a bar, uh, Skeletones. Here's a small, like, all-ages venue here in Grand Rapids that left, like, 10 years ago. But I guess they're actually rebuilding and coming back. But uh, it was this, it was either a band called Flatfoot 56 from Chicago or it was uh, the Offbeats, which was, like, a ska punk kind of band uh, locally here. Yeah. Both were amazing shows, but yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Um, for me, as far as like famous musicians goes, I think it would be the one we went to with uh, uh go see the Foo Fighters at Vanderbilt. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Uh, but back first? in Mexico, I, I went to a few concerts, but some people that were not that famous. Um, uh, and it was more like a different it was like folk music. I, I oh, have cool. more of a uh, uh, folk background. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love folk music too. I, well, to that I, I should take that back. I like some folk music if it's really, it. really well done. No, nice. <laughs> for me, I can't really. I mean, for me, it was like I, I grew up in the scene pretty much. Uh, probably my first concert was when I was probably 10. Oh, and shit. I was in like one of those shady bars at in the neighborhood, <laughs> you know? Yeah. My sister, she was uh, super big into the Ramones and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. So she got a bunch of friends that play in, in bands. So I, I remember going to the bars when I was like 10, 11. You know, like <laughs> my sister would like check me because uh, their friend would take her, you know? like Right. So my sister would take me and I would just go and spend time listening to this 
uh, trash metal, hardcore <laughs> punk bands. So I can't really tell what was my first, first, first concert, but I can say like my, I think my, uh, uh, my first real, real concert in like an arena, an arena or something like that. I think it was Record Chili Peppers when they came here in Grand Rapids. Oh wow! I think they were promoting the education. No, I think it was the 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 two CD album that they got. Where they have the one snow? Yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah the, the double one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's the one. I think like that. I think that's what my first first real concert. But I can't really tell you because I don't. Know. <laughs> I smoke a That's awesome, man. <laughs> That's so cool that your sister was taking you to that stuff. That's great. <laughs> uh, Tom, how about you, man? What was your first concert? Uh, my first one, my uh, folks took us to like Van Halen at, I think it was DTE or Pine Knot. It might shit, it might have been Pine Knot, but we put our like our dog to sleep <laughs> that day. And, and then like, it was wild, man. Some dude, I'm, dude, like pulled hands down. <laughs> yeah. like that, you know? I remember that. Now that you you started saying that again, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that story. <laughs> it rained. It was like Our Lady Peace played, and it like rained, and then like people were falling on the hill. Some dude passed out a blanket. <laughs> it, kind of like the drum raps, yeah. You kind of <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so if uh, you guys could play um anywhere in the world with any other bands where where would each of you like to go oh fuck. and who would you play with who would you like to to jam with uh so who wants to take it i like to open Caipanes. that would be yeah, awesome yeah. <laughs> tour yeah. mexico that would be great uh you know like going back that would, yeah that would be just so special yeah for me too Awesome. Same with your idols. Yeah, awesome. Where where at where at in Mexico would you like to play? Is there any particular place like Mexico City or some um, some you know where, where uh, you grew up? There's a big festival in my state called Cumbre Tajin, which is in um it's an archaeological zone where the pyramids are and all that. Oh yeah. And uh, they do this, uh, it's kind of a festival that is all weekend long. It's a three-day fest. Um, I saw uh, this band, uh, Caifan is there. I think it was the Hawares, which they morphed into a different band. Now they're back to the original. Uh, I saw them play there, and it's a huge stage. And uh, just fantasize when you're in the audience, like, oh, yeah. I can imagine playing there. Yeah. So that would be... <laughs> For me, a place I would just like imagine, like that would be great. Awesome. Yeah, plus the whole scene, right, with the you know archaeological things in the background and yeah, the whole vibe is just that would be pretty cool. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'll take Rito Fest in Chicago, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. All right. How about the rest of you guys? For me, for me, is I don't think it's. It's, it's like where or like where I play. I think it's for who, you know? Oh, cool. Like, yeah. um, I think for me, it'd be nice, like, to go back, you know, to go back to my country and, like, and, like, 
make a big off concert, you know, for my people over there. Like, yeah. this guy made it or something like that, you know. <laughs> but uh, the, the real, I think that for me, the real dream is uh, to leave it one time, at least, you know, like go big one time and see like what is like be backstage before uh, like, I don't know, like uh, 12,000 people concert, you know, and like right. the whole process of backstage, sound check, the whole like what we, what the biggest band do, you know. I think that's what that's that's my uh, biggest dream to leave that. Well, what was what would be to leave something yeah. like that? You know, like the big, the big, the big step. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Pretty much that. What, I, mean, I, what, I don't, I don't care you, where. What, <laughs> what, band? what band would you like to play with? <sighs> I think it would be Molotov, the band that I was uh, oh, awesome. earlier. Because <laughs> you know, yes, yeah, super influential on me. Yeah, awesome, think, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and then. Uh, I think I, all um, Latin America knows them, so <laughs> so it's it's a huge band. Yeah, big energy. Yeah, yeah. Our friend cool. actually got to open up for them last year. Yeah, or the year before. That's crazy. Awesome. Awesome. And Dustin. Oh shit! I got um, kind of drawn a blank. Uh, but <laughs> I really think one band that would be awesome just because of how long they've done it and how they kind of created a whole scene and how they still are around would actually be Metallica. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I guess in rock, it doesn't really get much bigger than them or that. So, yeah, I don't know. Even it's like, all right, you guys get a five-minute set <laughs> and it'll cost you $1,000. It's like, all right, <laughs> done. Let's do it. it. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I mean, I don't really have anywhere in mind, but I – just i would love to travel so i would say somewhere over in europe like let's say in moscow russia <laughs> oh, <laughs> just awesome. because of it like just because of how crazy shit is over there like, yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i like, like all the places no one ever gets to go let's just, let's just go do it there oh shit yeah they're like there um poland you know yeah. places where people just don't go yeah. You know, you don't hear like a big story about this, you know, playing, you know, because everybody goes to, well, not everybody. I've never been there to play a well, show, actually, but, you know, this UK or stuff. Dope. It's pretty big in, in Russia. Yeah. yeah, they are yeah. pretty big over there. They're, they're like completely Latino. They don't speak more. Yeah, they got some English in it, right? Oh, yeah, because they got a white guy playing with them, too. Actually, he's from <laughs> here, right? From Michigan? I mean, he's yeah. the drummer, yeah, the drummer yeah. well, really? most of the drummer, I believe, the is from Michigan, yeah. Michigan. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I just changed my mind. I, instead of Metallica, let's go with Rammstein. <laughs> because just honestly, I just want to go see them so much. Like opening up for them would be cool because they just put on the, one of the coolest fucking shows. I had tickets to go see them in Chicago last year and the pandemic ruined mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And then they moved it to this year and then the pandemic ruined it again. So now it's. <laughs> Next year, Next the person year, uh, who has my tickets I don't talk to anymore. So, oh no, yeah, oh, yeah, to make to make up for that money I spent on tickets that I don't. Now, how about I get to open up for them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got another fan. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. So, uh, you know, um. I was curious, like, what was the, um, like, was there a particular person or time in your life when you, when you said, you know, 
I'd really like to start making music and play an instrument and make my own music. Was there somebody in your life that, or something or an event that triggered that for you guys? I remember, I remember a specific moment, actually. Um, for me, I mean, I bought, I bought a bass when I was like probably 12 years old, never learned how to play it until I was probably like 20, 21 or something like that, started playing music. And it was because of um, uh, a school talent show. Oh, cool. Because uh, um, I remember this group of friends trying to put something together for a school talent show. And they were struggling so much to play the guitar part. And I was like looking at these people like, God, damn, <laughs> it doesn't look hard at all. So let me try. I never played a guitar before. So I go and less than in less than in less than five minutes, I was playing the first three chords of it. You know, I was like, never played guitar before. So I was looking at these people like, wait, you guys can't play this. You guys took classes for this. And then um and I like it. So I was like, okay. When you buy a guitar on Walmart, I remember it was the first first, 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 act. first act guitar. Or the same one. Oh, with my fingers. But I learned to play, kind of learned to play, and that guitar, and that's how we much like say like, oh, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. That's and, cool. And now he's a bass player. Now I'm a bass player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started with the guitar, and now I'm a bass player. Well, you know, <laughs> actually, I wanted to be a bass player when I, because I play guitar, but. I wanted to play bass because I was like a huge like Chris Squire and Getty Lee fan, and I was like, oh, I want. But then I was like, I, I can't even fucking do this. Like the <laughs> finger, I, I was lost. So I was like, well, guitar, it's got you know smaller strings. Maybe I can do that one. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, for me, it was uh, it was my cousin in Mexico that. His his uncle had a lot of background in like playing the the acoustic guitar, the classical mm -hmm. guitar, and like yeah. the harp and like a bunch of other instruments. And he learned a few songs, and I was like, "Oh man, that seems so cool!" And so he taught me how to how to play guitar. And then I took it from there. I uh, I learned a bunch of chords. Nice. Learned how to play uh, the electric guitar. It wasn't until I met this guy that I learned to play the electric guitar, which was oh, a wow. little different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, was my cousin that helped me. Yeah. He awesome. played uh, acoustic guitar with no pig. Just yeah, with, the finger. with the fingers. Oh, yeah. We used, nice. we used to call him crazy fingers. Because <laughs> we used to like, do a solo with these two fingers. Like, it was for us, you know. Now that's a buddy in another band. Yeah, now <laughs> that off to his buddy. And you, Kramer, and uh, studying Scarlet, who actually our next show we're playing with them. But yeah, that guy, he um, uh, like he only plays guitar with his fingers. Yeah. He refuses to use the pick, and it was because when he learned guitar in high school, there was this other guy, a friend of mine, who was a great guitar player. And then that yeah. was just like, oh man, you're gonna have to play with the pick if you ever want to do this. So Kramer was like, fuck that. Yeah. Now to this day, he still just well, reds Jeff, harder than most with just like it's it's insane to watch him. He's a blast. <laughs> Jeff Jeff Beck does not yeah, use yeah, a pick, yeah. and uh, Mark Knopfler does not use a pick, yeah. and um, 
uh, who's the dude? Uh, to, uh, Derek Trucks does not use a pick. So there you go. There's actually another guy, the guy from Phantom 19. Oh, yeah. He also doesn't use a pick. No, no. no? Just, oh, there you go. Boom. Classic two guitarists. Yeah. And they not only play, they shred the guitar and they do some crazy, har- I don't know how they do it. They do some crazy harmonics with their, with their with thumbs. thumbs. With their thumbs? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know how they yeah. do it. I, I envy people that can do that because yeah. I'm, again, an uncoordinated <laughs> son of a bitch. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dustin, how about you, man? All right. So it was uh, the precise moment was 1057 on a hot August night. <laughs> My GPS coordinates were no, uh, no, it was, um, you know, I was messing around with like guitars as a as a young child and never got any good at them whatsoever mm-hmm. but uh i think in uh probably in middle school yeah in middle school um i was like listening to system of a down and that nice. for some reason i was like listening and it inspired me so i went and bought that shitty first that guitar from i think myers <laughs> or walmart and then um yeah just fucked around with that for a while and you know got into reading tabs and stuff and then high school i always had one messed around with it but i was like never took the time to practice because practice i guess no i um yeah so i I never got good at it and then i was like fuck it and bought drums because i was like (laughs) i can hit things i guess oh he's awesome (laughs) that's awesome I, i think i think it was uh like I kind of gave up on music and then I listened to Rage Against the Machine. And I was like, fuck yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so then bought the drums and kind of started learning to play that. And my very, very first like thing that I ever played was a high school show music or like a high school uh, talent show. Oh, cool. And uh, I didn't go to that high school, but some of the other <laughs> people did. And then we did like uh, recovered uh, killing in the name of oh, awesome. at a like. But in a high school audience <laughs> setting. So it's like, <laughs> of course, you get to that one part. It's like, all right, yeah. we better not sing this. But you can tell that the crowd was like, they knew exactly what song oh, was, yeah. what was going on. There's some kid getting up. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> like, we could tell that they wanted to yell it. But we were like, oh. <laughs> but also That's that up. the people in charge of the thing knew that it was a. Uh, er, they didn't know the song or else they never would have agreed. Right. To yeah. They would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they had known, they would have said no. Yeah. Sit, yeah. Just sit your ass down. <laughs> All right. For me, it wasn't until uh, high school uh, because I, I grew up with, uh, with my family, uh, there was always um, instruments around, but they were all uh, nylon string instruments. Yeah. Uh, my friends were musicians making a living out of music, but it was all traditional music with harps and all uh, nylon string instruments. Yeah, I always liked rock, and I what attracted me was distortion. So I never bothered picking up a guitar or anything until in high school, my friend started playing. Uh, there was an old uh, nylon string guitar in the classroom. And he started playing rock songs on Dan Allen's string. <laughs> and to me, like, oh, you can, you can do that with that? <laughs> That's when I picked it up and I started learning. Awesome. Because I was like, oh, I don't know. It didn't hit me before. I, was, I didn't have interest until then. 
And yeah. that's how I, uh, I started learning. Awesome. That's very cool. Well, guys, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk with me on Fans with Bands. I've got one last question. It's super controversial. Um, so hopefully it won't won't split the band or anything. But the question is, <laughs> pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? No pineapple. No pineapple. <laughs> It should be pizza and a little bit of pineapple. Uh, sorry, pineapple and a little bit of pizza. Yeah, that's what I do. I put the pizza on my pineapple. So <laughs> Pineapple doesn't go on pizza, but pizza goes on pineapple. Yeah, people no. have just been getting, it's like people aren't saying it's bad together. It's just that you're doing it wrong. No, so, <laughs> so, so we're splitting half. Yeah, no, splitting down the middle. That's yeah, that's totally no good. Pineapple team, pineapple team. Pineapple. Yeah, team. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna start throwing punches, I'm, 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 I'm legit on no pineapple you know, team. I'm pineapple not a fan of pineapple. My drink. Yeah, that's it. No, no I love pineapple, pineapple, just not on my pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know any so, guitar players? Yeah. We gotta kick this one out now. <laughs> well, I have heard that you know if you have if you do like pineapple, but the pineapple and jalapeno is pretty good. So sounds good. Yeah, yeah there you go. Nothing wrong with that. Tommy, how about you, man? What pineapple? No pineapple. Tiebreaker. Man, I, I don't know. I could go. Oh. I don't know. I'm, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what what would be your preference if if oh, if you had a choice? No. Probably not. I I'd probably go. Yeah, man. There you go. But right, you're not gonna let the pizza go to waste, right? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. always take no. out the pineapple. Ever been drunk at three in the morning and that's all there is when you open the fridge? You get anything? There you go. Yeah, you take the pineapple. Awesome. All right. Well, guys, save it for the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks again. So happy to have you guys on Fans with Bands. Uh, hopefully, you'll come out my way to Ann Arbor or uh, Can't wait. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'd, we'd love to if uh, anything pops up. If anyone hears it or you hear anything, get us. Invite us, please. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want to travel. <laughs> Make sure it's during the coldest, winteriest night because that's what always happens. Yeah, always. yeah. Last exactly. time we went to uh, Ham- no, it was the Pontiac. We went through the worst blizzard I've ever seen oh, in my yeah. life. <laughs> We're just three, yeah. of, just three of us in a little Honda Accord. Fun <laughs> that Civic, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the smaller Civic. one. Yeah, it'll be but January twenty fifth. I don't remember much. Is that the picture? On the- <laughs> awesome. All right, All right, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah, you. Thank, thank you. you. All right. I got. Thanks to Aaron, Julio, Jonathan, Dustin, and Tommy for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. You can't go wrong with the rocking grooves of Epsia. Check out their Bandcamp and Facebook pages to pick up their music and see when you can catch their next show. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. 
Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams. <laughs>